Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everyone. This is the PRT Boys Podcast. We, the three of us, are all students at West Virginia University. Well, why don't you all introduce yourselves? Okay, so uh, I'm Andrew Hartlove. I'm a sports and venture media major. Uh, I hail from the the great city of Bel Air, Maryland. Um, and uh, yeah, that's that's basically, that's, that's my character arc. <laughs> and uh, I'm Corn Ruby. Uh, I'm from Hurricane, West Virginia. I'm the only in-state one in this podcast, but uh, I think this one's going to be pretty fun. Just three boys messing around, making college football picks, NFL picks, all things football, all things sports. Trying not to make a fool of themselves, honestly. Yeah, pretty much. And I'm Griffin Harper. I'm from Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. Diehard Eagles fan, Sixers fan, and Washington Capitals fan. Quinn, what's on the agenda for this evening? So first off, let's talk about WVU football recap. Now, this could be a very touchy subject to some people. Some uh-huh. people are saying... Fire Neil Brown. Some people are saying, keep him going. What do you all say? Uh, I don't know. I would say I keep him for the rest of the season, definitely. I think it's a little too early to pull the plug on the situation. We've had a bad start. We could easily be 4-0. We had a bad loss to Kansas at home in overtime, and we had a, definitely a bad loss in Pittsburgh based on a horrible interception that should not have been dropped. Should have been there for that. <sighs> yeah, this guy... This guy... This guy Mr. Roby over here is actually in Pittsburgh for that game. Uh, here, here's what I'm gonna say. Okay, the loss to Kansas, yeah, was bad because of Kansas recent years. But we're obviously, I mean, we're gonna talk about Kansas later on. Um, oh, Kansas is a great football program I mean, this year. It's I mean, weird. They're four and zero. They just beat Duke. All the basketball schools this year actually. Are really I mean, good so I think you gotta look at the loss to Kansas as a good thing rather than a bad thing. I mean, you think about it, you're. Kansas is getting. I mean, I don't have the AP poll pulled up on here, but I mean, they're not ranked. They're not ranked, but they're no. ranked, they're like twenty. They're receiving. They're so like one of the top. They're like if they were if there was like an extended poll, they'd be like twenty seventh. Well, yeah, and then, yeah they're, they're also becoming like a a, a, pr- a pretty big powerhouse. They're, they're their quarterback's really good yes, this year. I mean, their quarterback, that Jalen Daniels kid. I mean, he's. I mean, even against us, I mean, he was able to come in in overtime and get get a win. I mean, it just it shows this Kansas team is not to mess around with. I mean, they're in first place in the Big Twelve right now. So. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I think that's that's big, um, but I think I think you got to look at West Virginia's season as you're back at June two. You're where you want to be. You got to go into Texas this week. You got to win a football game. It's gonna be rough. Now, it should be. Might I say I have seen a little bit on some social media that WVU has the winningest record at Texas. That may be true, so, but we don't have Bijan Robinson. <clears throat> no, but I think I mean WVU held Virginia Tech. They did, but let's be honest here. Virginia Tech has no running offense. Let's be honest here. Virginia Virginia Tech's offense was garbage. It's great. We went into Virginia Tech. We beat them. We killed them. But they're not good this year. They lost to Old Dominion. They're not... They're not a great. I mean, okay. Virginia Tech is not a good. No, I'll, I'll go ahead. Go ahead. I, I said this on the radio a few weeks ago. Uh, <laughs> compared to, I think every team that Virginia Tech has played, what was it like, like the 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 Bulldogs of the like Wolfer or something like that. Yeah, yeah, I think it was. I think yeah, it was the yeah, ter- yeah. Terriers and, or something. Yeah, the Terriers. Yes, those. Um, those games combined, I think we've played better opponents either other than Towson. Before the Virginia Tech game, like Kansas and Pittsburgh, I mean, we were putting up, I think it was like, what, maybe, what, it was probably like 35 points a game um, going into uh, in, into Virginia Tech. I mean, I think the Towson game was a bit of an outlier, and I'm, I just kind of don't recognize that one for yeah. an average, because, I mean, 65 to 7, like, that Division one double-A, it doesn't even matter. Precisely. Um, but, yeah, but Virginia Tech played, I mean, comparatively speaking to Pittsburgh and Kansas, complete garbage teams um, and I, I was honestly not that surprised with with the win against Virginia Tech but Texas has played Bama and almost beat them they did almost beat Bama now I'll, I'll say this you know I mean WB they're coming in averaging 42.8 points a game uh, nothing to sneeze at I mean I mean here's the thing the offense is not slacking JT Daniels he's a great quarterback great I mean the guy knows what he's doing mm-hmm. it's the defense it's, it's, it's the defense caliber. it's a little slow but they looked very good against Virginia Tech. And I will say, Grant Wells is not a bad quarterback on Virginia Tech's side. He's not. Virginia Tech's going into Chapel Hill in North Carolina this weekend. They're going to get now, killed. They're going to get murdered. But, I mean, you got to look at, I mean, West Virginia is a 9.5-point underdog, which really isn't that bad. Against Texas? I have learned that in college football, anything within that, like, 
thing. Yeah. It, it's just that's what they put because, you know, you just don't really know. And, I mean, so ESPN, you know, in their power index, they have West Virginia with a 14.9% chance to win, but we all know that's, you know. Why don't we jump into the picks since we're on that subject? All right, if we're right on that subject, we can go straight into that. And we can wow, all right. Pre- Actually, let's go ahead. Let's preview week five here. Week college five. Football. College football. Week five, looking – now, there are some – we are currently recording this on Thursday night. Um, so, there are some games that have been moved to tonight, um, including South Carolina and South Carolina State at 7 p.m. So, at this current time, in three minutes, let's go ahead with that one. South Carolina is going to kill them. They might put up uh, – they might have a score difference of 50. I, I, I would not expect them to lose that game. It's South Carolina State. I mean, South Carolina, uh, they, they had a pretty good run against, uh, against Arkansas, even though they got smacked. Um, and then they even got smacked harder against Georgia the next week. Um, but I feel like they're going to come back pretty angry and they're going to take it out on their little brother state uh, <laughs> little yeah. brother college in South Carolina State so and so and plus my cousin goes there so Spurs up South Carolina wins it alright you know Spencer Rattler he came from the Big 12 I mean the guy he, he could play, he, he could play a little bit but not, he, not he, I mean he, he, he got to play demoted. he got demoted but that's not going to play a factor here it's South Carolina against South Carolina State I've never even heard of South Carolina precisely State. so yeah. I'm going to be completely honest I'm going to take Coach Beamer in South Carolina this one. Spurs up um, next game you know what I'm just there are some games on Friday I'm going I'm to do one from Friday and then we'll go into our you're going to skip over Saturday. Utah State BYU okay. and you know BYU I, you know what I see that tonight and that game I forgot it's tonight may have to actually watch that one tonight as well BYU covers BYU Utah State. Okay, I said this on the radio, but I love BYU. For for one reason is they're I mean, they're not in the Big 12 just yet, but they're becoming like a Big 12 contender and I, and I know they're coming in the Big 12 sometime soon, but um, I think when they uh, when they played Baylor a few weeks ago, I think BYU won if I'm not mistaken. And if they could just, you know, walk in and I would say pretty much you know, hand a loss to one of the bigger schools in the Big 12, they're a pretty large contender, I mean, in the coming years. And personally, there is a uh, Key and Peele um, skit where the, the the East and West Bowl and the last guy, Dan Smith, BYU, I love it. So God, I, I, help me God, so help me God, I love this guy so much. But yeah, BYU takes Utah State 100%. They do, but I'm not as high on BYU's uh, medicine as you are because <laughs> BYU is just not what you think they are. They they have beaten South Florida. Yes. Big, big whoop. Big, big game. And then you got – they beat 9 Baylor. That was a good one. But then they immediately go uh, – they go into Oregon and get smoked. Get, they get smoked. And and then you look at a team like Georgia, who smoked Oregon. That just puts in perspective how non-dominant BYU is compared to these other schools. I mean, but if you can go in and, and – I'm pretty sure they beat Baylor, right? They did. Yeah, and Baylor – I mean, to me, I would think that Baylor is one of the bigger powerhouses in the Big 12. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I mean, besides Kansas. So I, I mean, preferably – I mean, I watched that game. I mean, I, I sat up and even watched that game. I mean, that game didn't end too late, but I stayed up and watched it. BYU looked – I mean, they look good, but you know, it, the, the the reason why they, I mean, they had Zach Wilson, right? I mean, the the kid's unbelievable, and yeah, you know, he hasn't really got a shot in New York yet, and we'll see. We'll go. We'll even talk about that later on in the podcast. Couldn't be Coastal Carolina though, could he? No, he couldn't. Couldn't beat the Mullins. But I will say, um, I mean, BYU's gonna win. They're at home. It's a Friday night, ESPN nationally televised game. You can't tell me that all there's more. I thought it was tonight. There's, there's, it is tonight. You said Friday night. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm thinking today's <laughs> Friday for some reason. Uh, you know, 8 p.m., nationally televised game. Yeah. It's in the middle of Utah, Provo. BYU all the way. Plus, playing at Provo, it's probably one of the biggest, or probably one of the hardest uh, conditions to play under. It's a daunting task. So, then moving on to Friday, um, another game here that I'm, I'm seeing, actually, we may have to do two on this. Watch, now, watch, now watch some games moved. Tulane and Houston. Tulane and yeah, Houston. Now, here's why, because 
there is a relation to Houston on this PRT Boys podcast. Dana Holders. Ah, gotta go. You know, with this matchup, it's it's a little it's a little weird. It seems a little weird to me. Houston just got beat by Kansas. Now we cannot say a word because we got beat by Kansas. They got beat by 18 points by Kansas. We were able to at least hang with Kansas. They blew a lead to Kansas, and I'm actually looking at this here. If you look at it, Tulane is actually predicted to win, 53% chance. So I'm actually gonna take Tulane in this one. I just think Carson Tune. I just feel like the guy's been there way too long. Um, I feel like he's just not clicking at Houston. I feel like he never really has clicked at Houston. I know that's a big shocker. Houston's at home. But no, I'm going to take Tulane on the road just on the fact, I mean, their quarterback's looking pretty good. So, um, looks like they can run the ball as well. I haven't really seen Tulane, but, you know, I may have to tune into that one tomorrow night as well. But, yeah, I'm going to go Tulane in this one. Griffin? I'm going Houston. I'm going Houston by at least 10 points because... It's just they're not. I don't. I don't look at them as the same level. I just don't. You got a team that's going to a Power Five conference in uh, Houston, and then you got Tulane. What's their mascot? The Green Wave. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They've beat. Listen to the teams they beat. And they have one good win, and then a terrible loss. They beat Kansas State, who upset Oklahoma. Okay, that's a good win. That was at Kansas State too. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. But prior to that, they played UMass. We all know how they've been in previous years. They beat Alcorn State. They don't play anybody, and then they lost to Southern Miss. Uh, yeah, they lost to Brett Favre. Yeah, and him and his, his uh, scandals recently. That's a whole other subject. We don't need to get into that. But yeah, Houston by 10. I'm also going to go Houston as well. Um, I mean, this Houston team, I mean, even though they're 2-2 uh, they're two and two and they're predicted to lose um, by a, a few, like, the, the, the spread is two and a half, so it's it's going to be close, and I've, I'm looking at the ESPN uh, like matchup predictor thing, and it's saying it's almost a toss-up at this point, but um, after that triple overtime win against um, UTSA and the near, uh, near win against uh, Texas Tech, uh, which went into two overtimes... I've just sort of felt, uh, fallen in love with this Houston team. It just they just they're just fun to watch, and I think that they're going to upset the Green Wave like three times over. All right, now the next game I got, and here's what: Washington and UCLA. Now the recent little scandal with UCLA is, you know, they used the Rose Bowl stadium. You know, they have not been able to fill up a single seat. I mean, it's just been bad. Looks bad on them. UCLA though, they're not a bad team. Uh, not a, they're not a great team, though. They're not a great team, but they're not a bad team either. But I am going to take Washington in this one just because I feel like... Um, I think his name's Dorian Thompson Robinson, UCLA's quarterback, I think. I believe so. He was the backup under... Uh, that, uh, what was his name? He went to Ohio State and left. Oh, gosh, what was his name? Tate Martell. He was the backup in high school. Actually, he was... Back up under Tate Martell, but then played and was Tate Martell's number one wide receiver in high school. Yeah. I just don't think. I just think Thompson Robinson. He's just an athlete. I mean, he's got. He's eighty for one of seven, uh, eight hundred ninety-six yards, eight touchdowns, one interception. But if you look on the other side of the football, Penix Jr. has thrown the ball one hundred and forty-three times and has already thrown one thousand three hundred and eighty-eight yards for twelve touchdowns and one interception. So. Um, I'm going to go Washington on this one just fully. I mean, this it's only two and a half points, but I just think Washington's a pretty good football team this year. I think, you know, they're, they're the one team out of the Pac-12 that's really going to be pretty yeah. good. I think Washington is a top 10 team in the entire country, as a matter of fact. I Granted, they've their competition so far has been light. Who they played? They played Kent State. And that's I mean, again, Kent State put up a certain amount of I forget how many points they put up against Georgia, but they put up more points against Georgia than most teams did. And then I think that's Portland State that they beat. Again, that doesn't really matter. But then the one that stands out to me is when they beat Michigan State. Mm-hmm. Michigan State, obviously not the team they were last year. They don't have Kenneth Gamble anymore. Not Kenneth Gamble. He's an Eagles running back. Who is it? Kenneth Walker. That's who it was. Kenneth Walker. They don't have him anymore. They don't have. They lost a lot of guys to the draft. They beat them. 
That was a good win. They were 11th in the country when they beat them. Then they beat Stanford. Stanford, not the team they used to be, but they still put up 40 points against them. Now, going into UCLA, UCLA is not what they were last year either. They've lost some guys. They've made some additions, but not too many. But I think Washington take, takes care of business in the Rose Bowl and wins by about, I, I would probably say they win by at least three possessions. Right. I mean, I don't know. It, it, so comparatively speaking, I mean, if we're going by records here, they're the complete mirror images of each other. They're both 4-0. They're both 1-0 in conference. The only difference being Washington is 15 in the, 15th in the country. Um, matchup predictors is, yet again, spread 2.5. Um, they're, they're the over-under 64, so it's they're thinking it's going to be a, a pretty high-scoring game, not like a, a, a barrel shoot by any, by any chance, but it's going to be a toss-up. So um, I'm going to say I'm, I'm, I'm going to go with Washington on this one just because just how great – I mean, I, if, if, you're, if, I'm, if, that, if you're number 15 in the country, you, that's got to be something, you know? You're playing an unranked team, but I won't I, I won't put it past that UCLA could win, but I'm going I'm going to Washington on this one. Alright, now the next game, this one, ESPN noon game. Number seven, Kentucky, taking on 14, Ole Miss. I'm gonna go with Ole Miss at home just because SEC it's hard to run on the road. Mm-hmm. I mean that's just true. I will say though, I think it's going to be a close one. I think it will be maybe with, I think a seven point is right. Um, this dark kid, I mean, he, he's he's good. Lane Kiffin knows how to. Uh, Lane Kiffin knows, you know, he knows how to how to. He knows how to coach football. I mean, um, but I think Levis, you know himself, he he's not bad either. Um, so I think. I, I'm still going to take Ole Miss on this one, just, you know, it's at home. Um, so, yeah, I think Ole Miss definitely at home um, over Kentucky on this one. I think Kentucky's going to get their first loss on the season. I'm going to disagree with you on that one. Not not so oh, fast, Ole Miss. Not so man. fast. Man. Not so fast. Out, huh? Okay, so this is, the, this is my reason. Kentucky, number seven in the country, uh, the prior wins – I mean, they they played Florida at, at in the swamp, and they won twenty six sixteen. Okay, first of all, that's number twelve in the country right now. I believe I don't know what, what I know they were ranked, but I don't know where they were in the standings just yet. But to win in the swamp by ten points, and just I mean I, I'm pretty sure I saw uh, highlights of that game, and they seem to pretty much dominate that game but this Kansas team fun to watch the just greatness I mean I like I said seventh in the country 4-0 they're Kentucky's taken Old Miss see Kentucky doesn't impress me like they do to you I don't I mean a win in the swamp I get it it's good but Florida is not anything compared to what Kentucky is the you know they what is it Florida didn't have a have a throwing touch or the quarter the quarterback didn't throw a touchdown until last week against Tennessee he didn't throw a touchdown right how are we gonna be a school in the SEC and not throw a touchdown uh, that makes no sense who Florida oh, they didn't, he didn't throw a touchdown yeah AJ Donaldson yeah he didn't throw a touchdown for the first two games that's true he didn't that's terrible. You gotta be able to throw touchdowns in the SEC. You see Bryce Young and Stetson Bennett throwing these long balls like they're nothing, and having these crazy receivers catch them. He can't do that. Ole Miss is gonna. Be, oh, Ole Miss wins. I think Lane Kiffin, what he's done with this football program, is better than most schools in the entire country. He brought a guy like what was his name, the quarterback last year. I'm drawing a blank. Matt Corral. Matt Corral. Who's currently on the IR? He's on the IR with the Carolina Panthers, right? And then, but I thought going into the draft, I thought he was the best quarterback in that draft, and Lane Kiffin brought him up. I think Ole Miss wins, uh, ends Kentucky's undefeated streak. Ole Miss remains undefeated. They jump to about eight in the eight people. All right. All right. So here's another one. This one's a Big Twelve matchup. ABC, twelve o'clock. Eight number eighteen Oklahoma taking on TCU. What's the spread on that one? Uh, the spread on that one is currently. I'm looking right now. Uh, it's loading. Six and a half. I think. Um, yeah, go ahead. Oklahoma's coming off um, 
lost to Kansas State. I think though that that's enough to get them up and moving. I just don't. I don't know. This one's a toss up because I mean, if you look at it, TCU's got forty six point three points a game. Oklahoma's forty point three. Um, it's this one's most certainly toss up. This is where our predictions are going to get really, really caught up in. This is this, these types of games, these Big Twelve games. This is what we're here. I mean, this is college football. I'm going to have to go Oklahoma and Dylan Gabriel just because I mean, Gabriel's already thrown for over 1,000 yards. He's got 11 touchdowns in the season. Yeah. Um, I haven't really watched much of this TCU team. I mean, I've seen highlights here and there. I mean, you know, they're 3-0. and I mean, they're not bad. Um, I, 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 would, I would love to see an upset here, but I also think that Oklahoma's just, just – even though it's at home, I think it's going to be too much for uh, TCU to handle. So I think I'm going to take the Oklahoma Sooners on this one. Yeah, I have Oklahoma as well. You think Venables is going to let these kids – uh, play the way they did last week against TCU. I, Absolutely know. not. He's been running these kids ragged this week, running these horrible drills. I know it for a fact. Venables is one of those guys. He is. He has been working these guys all week and making sure that they got all the kinks out and all the problems that they had, so that they go into TCU and just obliterate them. TCU is not going to have anything left after this game. I have it. I. I mean, they're going to be deteriorated. It could be it. It could be close. They could they could pull some, pull a string or whatever. They could make it closer than the experts think. But I think Oklahoma take, takes care of business. I think Oklahoma as well. Uh, just because I mean, okay, they started the season with uh, Kent State, and then also they played um, UTEP. I have no idea where that is, but it's 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 a college somewhere. Um, the the UTEP minors. That's that's, that's uh, El Paso. Is it, it, Texas El Paso. Oh, yeah. okay, fair enough. Okay, so it's an yeah. Oh, so, U, yeah, UTEP. Oh, yeah, yeah, UTEP. Okay, so. Out of the sick. Yeah, they 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 beat UTEP. They beat um, and and, and they beat Kent State, which uh, I, I would like to point out that Kent State is getting better and is becoming a little bit of I'm I'm, I'm not gonna say a powerhouse, but a little bit of a powerhouse. Not, not, not. That's a stretch. Just, like I said, not exactly a powerhouse, but close to it, or on uh, on the path of, of being there. I would say for for being an almost no name school, because I'll be honest, um, I haven't even heard of Kent State before uh, this year. So, yeah. but that's that's not the point. Um, and then they went on to 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 win against Big Red in Nebraska, going up to Lincoln. And that's just, not a, that's not a flex. I mean, okay, but still, going yeah, in and – I mean, okay, you have, you're winning this, the, three straight. Nebraska, this might be the most disappointing team I've ever <laughs> seen. Like, you got a legendary program like Nebraska. And Scott Frost got Scott fired. Frost, who – I mean, the guy was great at UCF. Not good in Nebraska. I mean yeah. – I mean, the fact that you lose to Northwestern – Northwestern is its own – In Ireland. In Ireland. I don't know how you lose to that kind of program. Anyway. Right. Yeah. So that, but the, my point is, you're at you're at three and zero at that point, and then you lose against Kansas State. At this point, I would be I'd be pissed off if I was the Oklahoma Sooners. Like I would want to take my anger out on a on a division. I don't want to say rival, but because considering that we're all in the same uh, conference, uh, I, I would, would say I would call that a rival. Then yeah, so then I, I I would call it you know a division rival. I would want them to punch them in the face and. Oklahoma just putting up monster numbers. I mean, Dylan Gabriel passing yards over a thousand at this point. Eleven touchdowns. Beast of a player. I like him a lot. Uh, Eric Gray, four hundred yards of, of rushing yards. Fifty three carries, two touchdowns. Yeah. Two great weapons that they have. Yeah. I think that they're gonna. I, I don't want to say smack them twice because that's what happened with Georgia and. Uh, uh, the Gamecocks, but I'm going to say Oklahoma big, like very, very big. All right, the next game, I don't think this was actually on our, on our thing, but I'm going to throw this in because I, I – we actually, we won't predict this one, but I, I just want to point this out. Minnesota this year the boat. has been running the football. They've been rowing the boat is what they've been doing. I mean – 21 in the country. I mean, they're right 21st in the country. They're playing Purdue. I mean, they're Minnesota's going to Unfortunately, I'm gonna be there in person. I'm going to the Penn State Whiteout, and that's when that's when Minnesota's winning streak is gonna get snapped. That would that's actually gonna be a pretty pretty good game. That's gonna be a good one. I mean, Minnesota's just I mean they're averaging almost 300 yards a game rushing. 
that's on like mainly one running back from from my from my perspective. I mean, that, just yeah. from what I can tell. Minnesota's a good um, program, but look look at look what they have had like who, who they've played and then who they've got coming up. I mean, look look who they played on December 28, 2021. 20, 20, they you know they played that that WVU team that just that's different. That doesn't count. <laughs> different. But, he, uh, there was injuries, there was transfers, there was dropouts, there was everything. That game didn't count. I didn't look so at it. So to, to, to throw that one, yeah, I just had to throw that in there. I mean, Minnesota's running the ball pretty good. I can't believe I skipped over this game, and I feel really bad I did. Michigan and Iowa. Michigan's going to kill them. Not even close. Michigan, or Iowa has no offense. They put up, what, they, what, they put up like seven points against uh, South Dakota State? They, they did nothing to stop. They yeah. barely stopped them. Uh, yeah, they yeah. put seven. So they have actually only, they're not averaging very many points. Again. Like this is this is a no. waste. This this is a waste of Fox's money for broadcasting. <laughs> Gus Johnson's gonna be bored out of his mind. Michigan is gonna kill them. Yeah. Those those poor those poor kids at the hospital that they waved to at the after what is it the third quarter? Well, I just feel say you I, I I just feel bad. <laughs> I just feel bad that these sick kids are just gonna witness the obliteration of their <laughs> sacred football program. Cause the cause the cause the Wolverines are coming and they're they're gonna be mad. I was barely, they're barely producing a hundred yards, passing and rushing. Who Iowa what? has been very good in the past. This year it just they are it's, very lucky that they're three and one right they now. They don't got that they're center. They're three and one. They're three and one. They're very lucky. They're gonna get. Uh, the spread here is only eleven and a half. I think that is too light for this game. I think it should be. Michigan by twenty some. Yeah. I mean, Michigan's averaging fifty points a game. McCarthy, the kid's unbelievable, and in fact, unbelievable's a stretch. I, he, he's a good. He's a almost good, okay. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on there, slipper snappers. Almost seven hundred yards in passing yards, five and touchdowns. He hasn't played every game this year. Because remember, they, Harbaugh did that little. What did he say? He compared. He said something. He like, started one the one week and started well, the other the other week. But he said that he was job. going back to Bible times to decide it or something like that. Like I don't know. Survival Harbaugh was. Kind of shit. He, he was. He's really weird. With, with well, how he's doing but that's it. also Jim Harbaugh as well. But if you look at it though, they, he's forty-eight for sixty. He has only thrown twelve incomplete passes. They have played some horrible programs. So they. So. So, so it's Michigan. Mi- Michigan it's has Michigan. played Colorado State. Be a huge disappointment this season. They played Hawaii. Whoa, they beat Hawaii. Whoa, watch out, everyone. That's horrible. They beat UConn again. It's, it's terrible. Connecticut states. And then Connecticut teams are. And right. then you finally get to a somewhat decent team in the Maryland Terrapins, and you only beat them by one possession. Explain that. Okay, Maryland is not that bad. They're not. Tagovailoa is pretty good. They're Maryland, not. Just like his brother. They're not. You. I. I don't know. I just think. I mean, Michigan's gonna kill Iowa, but once Michigan gets into the nitty gritty of it, when they go, you know, when they go to uh, play State College, they, they play, play they, they play, they go to, they go to Columbus this year. They gotta go to Columbus. They got Michigan State at home. They should win that one. But they got some hard games coming towards the end of the season that will determine the Big Ten East, and I think that Michigan's gonna have a tougher to get there. I mean, I'm just, I mean, you, yeah, it's, it's Big Blue all the way. I mean. Come on, number four in the country. Like, if there, I, I don't think there's a question here. Yeah. Like, uh, Gwen, you said it earlier. Eleven points is a bit too light. Um, it's too light. I mean, that's just my opinion. No, no, I completely agree with you. It just, uh, I mean, and, and and I feel bad for Iowa because I remember them used to be like they used to be pretty good yeah. or at least respectable. Yeah. This season, uh, I don't know. They they won against Rutgers and then they won against. Nevada, like, okay. And then they also won against the Jackrabbits. Nevada doesn't have that good quarterback, Carson Strong, anymore either. Iowa's, or uh, Nevada's depleted. Um, they have yet to score 30 points in a game. Uh, Iowa has. And they won't again. And they, they will not against Jim Harbaugh and the Wolverines. Yeah. They will not. Um, but Michigan will obliterate Iowa, like, I'm not going to say three times over, but it's going to be bad. Yeah. It's going to be horrible. Now, let's go to the game that I want to talk about the most. Where are you going with this? I think we may be on the same track here. 
I have Al- I'm talking about Alabama, Arkansas. Okay, I was getting ready to say Ooh. we're going to transition into Clemson, NC State, but we were. I was, that game, no, it's bad. We're saving that one for last. That's the best game of the week. That's where game is going to be. We're saving that one okay, for last. Okay, okay, okay. Fair, okay. Fair, 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 we're going to talk about Alabama, Arkansas. Because this game on my spread. Let, let me tell you, Alabama, I they're a great program. They might go to the. They might go to the college football. Oh, they're definitely going to go to the college football playoffs. But. They're gonna. I have them losing this week. Really? I have them losing. Okay, I see that, and here's. I'm gonna agree with you on that. And here's why. You got Arkansas at home. Yeah. Woo pig. Woo pig, baby. I just think Bryce Young is a little too overhyped. Granted, he has thrown 13 touchdowns, but you know. He won the Heisman Trophy. How is he overhyped? Arkansas's <laughs> one loss was this past weekend. A heartbreaking loss. I sat there and watched it. The kicker hit the upright. I mean, not hit the upright. He hit the top. The top. The, the, the top, top of yeah. the goalpost. Heartbreaking loss to Texas A&M. I'm going to take Arkansas. Woo pig on this one. I just think it's going to be hard to beat Arkansas at home. Arkansas has become a very good football team as of recent, in the past recent years. Yeah, they're remaining, they're remaining consistent, too, but especially when these SEC guys get uh, declared for the draft. Like, who who'd they lose? They lost uh, Traylon Burks. The wide receiver. Arkansas? They lost the uh, running back too, didn't they? I think so, yeah. They lost but, the running back. But their most but, notable was uh, Traylon Burks, he, uh, that draft day trade where uh, it sent him to the Titans with, uh, yeah. and then the Eagles get yeah, so I'm gonna take, you know, I'm going to take, it's cool, 77 degrees in Fayetteville, Arkansas. I think it's going to be too much for the Crimson Tide, Nick Saban. I do think here the spread is way too high. For oh, yeah, the spread. I think you could, you could swap the spreads here for the Michigan Iowa game, but this one, um, I, I I'm gonna t- I'm gonna take Arkansas as well on this one, just because I think, I just think you know, I mean he's only their quarterback's only thrown thirty incomplete passes, thirty eight touchdowns. Yeah, Bryson has thirteen touchdowns, but I mean, who really yeah, think, you know, yeah, my my uh, college football playoff bracket's already half ruined because I've had I had A and M. And Baylor in my college football playoff, and that's not working out so far. So now I'm just rooting for it all to go to hell, and uh, uh, go Razorbacks. So I'm guessing you don't like uh, Jimbo Fisher too much. Uh, no, Jimbo Fisher's a good dude, but you know, Jimbo Fisher the next football coach at WVU. Yes. No, there's no. Yes. Way. No. He's from I, West Virginia. I, he's, he's not. Go, he's not leaving Texas A&M. Okay. Texas A&M is okay. a great program. No. He would be a fool to leave them. He's not going to get fired. He's already in a feud with Nick Saban. They're not going to give that up. It's great. It's great television, and it's going to result in great football. I want Jimbo Fisher to come back home. I'm just saying. He's not gonna. I mean, I mean, you can pray to the heavens. It's not going to happen. I mean, okay. Hold on. Let's let, 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 huh? Go ahead. Go ahead. Let's get back to to, to Bama, Arkansas. So okay, Bama had a pretty pretty good run until they uh, until they almost lost against Texas. I was watching that game at the United Two Studio. And I remember I was on air and like looking looking behind me like that game I was constantly watching that game hundred percent like it was it was terrifying um, and I I have a little bit of bias against this one I'm a I, I'm a pretty big Bama fan um, but I mean okay Arkansas has they they they've put up pretty big numbers. Um, 44-30 against uh, South Carolina, um, 38-27 in their next game uh, against their name is uh, is uh, coming uh, Missouri State. That's that, that's what it was. Um, and then they they lost to A uh, and uh, I think that uh, uh, ESPN has it a little bit wrong. They have it. Uh, they have Alabama winning ninety three percent, and the spread is seven uh, tw- seventeen. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say it's gonna be a bit closer than that because I have mad respect for for the Razorbacks, but uh, I'm, I'm I'm going with my boy Bryce Young and Nick Saban. And it, it's it's gonna be close. Yeah, let's do a, let's do score prediction for this game. I just, I'm just score curious, prediction just so we can Did see score prediction. Score prediction. Okay. Just, just so we can see on uh, next next week. How how accurate we're okay. I guess this could be the tiebreaker. So you, if you want to write down a score prediction, I'm gonna go here. Gosh, I'm gonna go Arkansas 
38, Alabama 35. Hmm. 24-17. Wow. wow. That's really low scoring, but that's typically okay. 24-17. Well, I'm going to go watch. It's When I say it's going to be close, it's going to be extremely close, i.e. probably a field goal. So I'm going to say um, 35-30, Bama wins. That's fair. All right, now the next game. So, so within the PRC Boys podcast, you know, obviously we're West Virginia students. So we will pick, obviously, Marshall and WVU. So next we're going to go to Marshall, ESPN Plus, 330, Marshall, Gardner-Webb. Um, I'm going to go Marshall on this one just because Gardner-Webb's 1-3. Um, Marshall, although, has not won a game since they beat Notre Dame. Um, and here's why. It's not anything with them. It is they, their offensive line coach has left. They they promoted somebody on on that team who he actually used to be the offensive coordinator at Marshall under Doc Holliday. So these offensive line players are getting you know, I mean they're getting two different sides of what they should do, and I think that's messing with them. I think Coach Huff figures it out this week. I say Marshall wins big at home against Gardner Webb. Henry Columby is a great quarterback. I mean the kid can throw the football. This past week though against Troy, they just couldn't get anything done. Troy Great football team there. I think Troy's going to be good this year. But I think Marshall gets this one done. I think Laybourne, um, he's going to have another great rushing game. And he's he's their backup running back. Rasheen Ali is still out. Yeah. Um, Rasheen Ali is practicing, though. Um, I do get some some updates from, you know, I mean, that's where I'm from. So I get updates from there, you know, on Twitter and stuff. So um, I think Ali, may, he may even come back and play this game. Um, this would be a great game for him to, to get a kickstart in um, before, you know, they really get into the Abbey State, you know. Abbey State, Coastal. JMU. Yeah, they, they get into those teams. So I think I'm going to take Marshall big in this one. Um, I mean, they don't, they, they don't even have a spread on this one. Yeah. If, if we didn't have ties to the Thundering Herd, this game would not even be picked on this podcast. Marshall wins. Not even not even a question. Uh, I'm, I'm going to say the same thing. The Herd's going to destroy Garland Webb. Like, I, I don't think it... it, it I, I think it's hands down no one is fighting the fact that Marshall is going to win and is going to win big. Yeah. Like, it's going to be probably as bad as Towson WVU. Yeah, it's, it's going to be like one of those. All right, next game, um, before we get to the game of the week, um, we'll, so to get our game of the week, um, before that we're going to pick WVU in Texas. Um, so I'm going to take WVU in this one. WVU barely. I think WVU is going to come out of Austin with a barrel of a win here. I think WVU, JT Daniels in this offense is just putting up tons of points right now. Um, and I think Texas, I mean, Carr, the backup quarterback, kid's playing pretty good for backup. But I think, you know, I just think West Virginia goes into Austin, gets it done. I like where the spread is at nine and a half. I like that it's that low. I like West Virginia's chances. I think they're coming off two, you know, two solid wins. You beat the crap out of Townsend. I mean, I guess you could say you, you beat up on Virginia Tech. I guess you could say that. Um, so I think Country Roads is going to take West Virginia home with a win on this one. WVU over Texas. Now listen. I He's going with Texas. I, I hope that I'm wrong. I really uh, do. I do. He's going with Texas. I hope that I'm wrong. But Texas is much better than the record shows. They almost beat Alabama. They lost a close one to Texas Tech. I, I really hope that I'm wrong here. But I, I think West Virginia I think West Virginia will cover at nine and a half. I think that they can cover. I think they could lose by maybe a touchdown, maybe a field goal, but I do have the Texas Longhorns. I can't believe here. you're paying WV thousands of dollars a year and you're gonna pick Texas. I mean, I'm I'm sorry. Like think about how much money there's being a biased student and there's being then there's being a legitimate journalist here, and I'm doing my job. Before you get into the your sport, they, they just released their uniforms. They're going the blue helmets with the white jerseys, the blue pants. Oh, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Let me see it real quick. Oh, okay. They're going with that right there. Another thing. I don't know why everyone thinks that these jersey designs are going to result in a different outcome. They don't matter. Like, you know, Ole Miss with these crystal with these crystally jerseys. Who cares? It's It's football. I mean, the Bengals have a complete whiteout. Yeah, know? you can't. I, I, I'm. I, I just had to point that out. You know, WVU. Part of my friendship, but jerseys don't mean jack shit if you can't get some offense going. Nothing. Hey, WVU's got offense going. JT Daniels is 87 for 130. I, I know. I hope I'm right. I hope I'm. I mean, I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. Go Mountaineers. Take me home. You know what I'm saying? But. 
Texas is good. I'm just saying. They're, they're, they're not back, like, but they're good. I'm sorry. Andrew? Okay, so... I'm sorry. Don't leave me hanging on this so, one. So, okay. Don't leave me as okay. a single learner. Okay, okay. I'm going to leave you both on, on the edge of your seat here, because I have my pick, but... Newsflash, he's not picking anyone. <laughs> Newsflash, I'm, I'm, I'm picking the Tennessee Titans. Uh, so, okay. I don't know. Okay, WVU... We obviously know how the beginning of the season went. I would say pretty bad. Terrible. Um, Awful. Yeah. We both, so WVU got screwed over by interceptions, back-to-back games against Kansas. Both and pick sixes, Mike. Both pick sixes, yes. One of them to end the game and one of them to practically end the game. Um, but then we had a pretty pretty good morale booster with Towson, 65-7. to um, And then... Uh, they won against Virginia Tech, 33-10. Um, now, I remember we were going, we were in our Media 101 class, and we were looking at the ESPN uh, power rankings or, or whatnot, or um, at least what they were predicting for that game. And they were going up and down all, like, all class, and it was, like, it, was a, it was practically a toss-up. And the fact that they came out with the win, I like that. Neil Brown isn't exactly on the chopping block just yet. I feel like he's a bit better. So if he wins against Texas, his job is saved. Although Texas, almost beat Alabama, um, put up pretty big numbers against, I would say, almost no-name schools. But then they lost to uh, Texas Tech in overtime, almost. So I'm going to go WVU on this one just because I feel like they um, – I feel like big name schools are gonna be Texas's kryptonite. They're gonna T- Texas has won against UTSA and then also um, uh, what's what's this uh, UL Monroe. Um, I would give anyone about a dollar and a half and then also a cheeseburger if they could tell me where uh, UL Monroe is. Louisiana. Louisiana Monroe. So then I owe you all a dollar and a, and a cheeseburger. Sweet. No cheese, please. I just want a burger with ketchup. Oh, of course you don't want a cheeseburger. I'd like a brioche bun, too, please. Thank you. Of course you are. You're getting a cheeseburger from McDonald's. You know what? And we'll get into that later. But Get into um, what later? You being an Eagles fan. Let's actually oh, let's okay. actually wow. let's call score prediction on this one since we're okay. Alright. I'm gonna say West Virginia in a close one, 34-31. Uh, Neil Brown's gonna get it done in Texas like he has in the past. Yeah, WV 34, Texas 31. 23-20, Texas. What are we going low scores? Steve Sarkeesian. I don't know if JT Daniels knows how to stop at the score of 20, if I'm gonna be quite honest. I, I hope you're right. I hope we win. Again, I hope you're both are right. I hope you both knock me out of the water here. I'm just concerned. Steve, Car- Steve Sarkeesian's a good coach. He's under that, you know, he was, he was under the Nick Bam- Saban tree, Bam- right? Bam- yeah. It's just, yep. sorry. So... You said, you said that JT Daniels doesn't like stopping. I at, don't at, think at he likes stopping at anywhere no. past twenty-two. No, he says okay. Lowest scoring game was thirty-three. Okay, that was against Virginia Tech. I, I think as soon as he hits twenty, he's like okay, let's get a little bit more, and then and then we're we're good. We have so, played good defenses though. Texas is a better defense than all the defenses. That is very combined. true, but if JT Daniels gets it locked in, oh yeah, totally. like. I think it's gonna be a crapshoot. So, so, so I'm gonna go basing on um, Texas's uh, offense and defense. Um, I'm gonna say uh, 41-38 WBU. All right. Now our game of the week, which is the ABC game, 7:30. Kirk Herbstreit on the call. What a guy. What a legend. I love Kirk. Legend. Number five, Clemson hosting number ten, NC State. I'm gonna go with. Dabo Sweeney on this one. Um, I, I don't need, I can't even say his name. Uh, DJ Uyunglele. DJ Uyunglele. I'm sorry, the, what? The kid had a rough year last year. Had a very rough he year. He got really year. thin. If you see, have you seen the side-by-side yeah. pictures? He was a chunky monkey yeah. last year. Now he's huge. <laughs> um, or now he's like jacked. Like. Yeah, he had a very tough year last year. I didn't like him last year. I like him now. He looked very good against a very good Wake Forest team. Um... In a, in a shootout with Sam Hartman, um, I'm going to take Clemson in this one for sure. Um, I think I think the spread is right though. I Clemson by a touchdown, um, but this NC State team's good as well. But I just think Dabo Sweeney's going to. I just think he's going to. Just 
I think he's going to run this one up. Yeah, This is another game I have really close. I have Clemson winning by a field goal. I think DJ Ogunbele is going to throw the ball all over the field. I just think the offensive power is going to be a little too much for the NC State defense. Just a little bit. It's going to be really close. It's going to be closer than the experts think. But I'm going to go Clemson Tigers. I I think the the exact opposite. I'm still going to go the Tigers, but I think it's going to. I think they're going to kill NC State. You think they're going to murder them? Yeah. Hmm. Like I'm I'm not going to put a score prediction on it, but I think it's going to. It's not going to be. Uh, Georgia, South Carolina bad, but it's going to be pretty bad. I have 45-42, by the way, for my score for that game. Like I said, I'm not going to put a score on it, but all I know is it's going to be a lot to, or maybe a lot, a lot to a lot, but still, it's going to be big. All right. Well, that wraps it up for college football. It does wrap it up for college football. Let's take a a quick pit stop here and talk about Aaron Judge's milestone. You know what? I love how great minds think alike, because I was literally getting ready to transition (laughs) for that one. Um... Last night, it was actually kind of funny. I, I texted Griff last night. Um, I was at meetups with my dad last night uh, eating. and uh, How was the food? They, it, was, it was great. Good food? It was great. Very Better nice. than that dining hall food, dude. That's uh, Did y'all see that chicken? I'll show you after the podcast. I don't see the chicken. It was awful. So, um, Aaron Judge, bound to do it. Now we will see. Tonight they have the night off. Then they play Baltimore. I think it's Baltimore, right? They play Baltimore tomorrow. Start the series against Baltimore. It should be. It's one of the. It's Aaron one of Judge will get sixty-two and will have the record by the end yes. of this year. There's too many games left in the season for Aaron Judge to not yeah. hit a home run. Um, so Roger Roger Maris's uh, son's got to get back to work. He's been to every single game in the last like two weeks tracking down this record. Roger Maris Jr.'s got a job. Like this man needs to go back to work. He's gonna have to start collecting unemployment payments. God darn it! For the fact that he's seen all these games. The fact. All right. Back back to the serious part. Yeah, Judge tied Roger Maris's American League record for most home runs in a single season. He has the chance to uh, he has the chance to uh, break the record in the final stretch of the uh, MLB regular season. He is the clear MVP favorite. I mean, people that are still debating the fact that Shohei Otani should be the MVP, I know he's a gr- he's the second coming of Christ. He can do he can play both sides of the ball. He can pitch 100 miles an hour. He could. He can pitch 100 miles an hour. He could uh, hit the ball a mile. He's really good on that side. But Aaron Judge is having a season that is not going to be seen for a very long time again. He is having one of the best offensive seasons in the history of the game. That's not just me saying it. Multiple people have said this on, on ESPN, Fox, every single channel you can think of. They say that he's having a season for the ages. He's going to I mean, he'd be, just keep getting on base. He's going to win the Triple Crown. He already has the he, – no one's beating the MLB uh, home run record, obviously, this season. He's got the most RBIs, again, hard to beat. Because with those home runs come a lot of RBIs. And then he's got the best batting average. He's like .001 behind, I think it's Luis Arise. I think it is. But as long as he keeps playing the way he is, he should have no problem winning the Triple Crown. Last Triple Crown winner was, I think, Miguel Cabrera with the Marlins, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I believe so, yeah. Yeah. But he's having a really good season. He's the clear MVP. And there's no one that could beat him this year. Yeah. And and if he's lucky, he'll lead his team to a World Series. I don't think they're going to win the World Series. I have the, unfortunately, I have the Dodgers winning the World Series. But, yeah, it should be a, it should be a good uh, October down the stretch and for so baseball. And so when we get, you know, deeper, once the MLB playoffs start, we'll break down MLB stuff uh, this week, kind of just college football. Um, and then next we're going to transition uh, into uh, NFL. This is what I like about the NFL. Wait, can I can I pause you there real quick? Oh, this is unscripted. We didn't write this down, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Joel B is now a U.S. citizen. It's it's very he's exciting. A citizen already? He no no he's from Cameroon. He's from a very small area. He he's he's an American. I mean I mean. I thought he was already an American. But he's a great seventy six. He's a seventy sixer. He's royalty. You know I love him more than most human beings. Yeah, Joel Embiid's uh, officially an American. Very exciting. I know you guys don't care, but it's very, very big for me. I might buy him. I might buy him a present. I might email him a card or something. Um, I think. I think he might like actually, look at it and be like, "He actually probably wouldn't get it." Why not? Do, 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 do you think he doesn't have like a like an open PO box at like Dude. his local FedEx or something? Yeah, uh, like Joel Embiid. So Joel I'm trying to get us a vote here. South Carolina, South Carolina State score update: eight nothing Gamecocks, but. The Gamecocks have turned the ball over. Ah, have they? And now, South Carolina State is currently knocking on the door at the 37-yard line. They're currently on a drive. 
contains five plays of 27 yards, but it is fourth down and four, so see if they get a field goal. Quinn, can I be real with you for a minute? Can I be real with you for a minute? No. Why are we talking about this? I'm just giving us, like, consensus, just us. Yeah. But we we know how it's going to end up. Hey, you never know. Hey, Spencer hey. Rattler threw an interception. You're right. He could throw four more. You're right. You're right. People said that about Grant Wells and Old Dominion. Look You're right. right. You're right. You're right. I was wrong. God. <laughs> All right. So now let's transition into NFL. Here's what I was saying. But, you know, before you do Joel Embiid stuff. God. NBC should be. Um, the oh. NFL is bringing back the London matchup. New Orleans and Minnesota, 9.30 a.m. Eastern time here. What do you got? NFL Network. Should NFL Network should be a good game. I have Minnesota. Okay. I am not only do I think Minnesota's going to win, but I have but I'm a diehard Eagles fan, and the Eagles this year have the Saints first round pick, so it's all anti Saints for me this year because I want the high draft pick. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, you know, I don't know. You know, Saints new head coach. Jameis Winston. Kirk Cousins, though. I'm still going to go New Orleans on this one. I just think... I think Minnesota's winning against Green Bay. I think that was just a week one little fluke there. Or was it week two? It was week one. I just I got Jameis Winston on this one, I think. But but by saying that the, that the Vikings aren't good, you're undermining the Philadelphia Eagles. I'm not saying that the Vikings aren't good. I'm just saying that New Orleans is better and their record you know, shouldn't look... I feel like the Saints faithful are going to travel to London... Mm. I don't know. They've got enough money to do it. Um, Taysom Hill, that guy can do everything. He can, but he's old. Swiss Army knife. Jarvis Landry, though, is currently questionable. I haven't seen anything. So is Alvin Kamara. I'm still, though, going to go uh, New Orleans on this one. I'm going New Orleans as well. I, I mean, this is a, this is a name, uh, a blast of the past for me. Uh, my grandfather is a uh, Florida State University uh Fan, so famous Jameis uh, is, is a name that, that that brings back good memories for me. Um, so yes, in the past I was a FSU fan. Uh, so, <laughs> well, yes, that was before. <clears throat> hey, Deion Sanders was great. Deion Sanders was great. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna say Mr. Winston gets it gets it done in London. Uh, I'm not gonna put a score on it, but yeah, yeah we, won't he put gets scores. we won't put the scores in this uh, our game of the week, which I'll go through and find our game of the week. I'm sure we can probably all agree. What in the game NFL? The week. Yeah, the game of the week is probably unfortunately it's being played tonight. Mm-hmm. No, I'd say I'd say actually Sunday night football. You got Chiefs Bucks. Okay, Chiefs Bucks. Yeah, that'll be Brady. Senate, so we'll do let's let's do let's, let's do like some quick picks for the yeah. Game, for let's the do some games. quick picks here. Um, oh, we're just going light uh, lightning round. We'll like we'll say the game. We'll all say who we think's gonna win. We don't need to analyze. Yeah, right, Cleveland and Atlanta. Um, I'm gonna go Marcus Mariota and the Falcons on this one. No, I'm going Browns. Atlanta. They're getting it done. They're, Dallas, they're, they're going better, I'll be honest with you. Dallas and Washington. Dallas. Cooper Rush all the way. That guy has come out of his shell. Looks great. Cooper Rush. Dallas. Takes this one. Yeah, I got to go Dallas too. I hate him, but better than Washington. Yeah, Dallas as well. Yeah. Uh, Detroit, Seattle. I'm going to go Seattle on this mm-hmm. one. Um, Geno Smith has been looking pretty good the first couple weeks. Uh, I just you know, I just don't think Dan Campbell and his squads got enough to get it done. I think it's going to be a very offensive game, at least 30 points by both teams, but I have the Lions Ooh. screeching a win out of uh, the 12th man. I'm going 12th man on this one. I just like the Seahawks, I'll be honest That's with you. shame. Tennessee at Indianapolis. Uh, Tennessee's not been looking good this year. No, they haven't. I'm going to go Matt Ryan and the Colts. See, Tennessee's had a bad run in uh, in the early stretch of the season, but I think Tennessee's offense, and especially the running game with Derrick Henry, is going to overpower the Colts, and I think that the Titans get it done on the road. I have a sort of a, a soft spot for the for the Colts, considering of where I'm from. Uh, they <laughs> they they sort of snuck up out of town, so I have a sort of a personal vendetta against the Indianapolis Colts. Um, that name should be on Baltimore. Uh, but I'm taking I'm, I'm taking uh, the Titans on this one. 
All right, Chicago at New York. I'm going to go New York on this one. Yeah, I thought New York looked pretty good against Dallas. I think they looked pretty good all year. I think if Daniel Jones can do what he's been doing, you know, get out of the pocket, go on the run a little bit, get his little run game going, I think New York's going to be good this year. I got New York winning, uh, beating Chicago. Dub Bears. Dub Bears. Nah, I'm, got, I'm going I got, with Dub Bears. Nah, I got New York. Justin Fields is going to get sacked at least three times. Yeah, Justin Fields is going to get sacked pretty good. Okay, hold on. Also, are we just going to ignore... The new helmets that, that the Bears have? Okay, I thought those were a little weird myself. I, I like them. I thought they I were I like nice. them. A little bit of Michigan. A little bit of Michigan here and there. I like it's, it. It's interesting. It's interesting. Um, all right, the next game. Jacksonville, Philadelphia. We all know who Griffin's going to pick. What? I'm sorry? Jacksonville, Philly. Griffin's going. All right, cut it, cut it, cut it. Griffin is going to go Philly on this one. Um, as much as I would love to pick Trevor Lawrence and Jacksonville, I just think Jalen Hurts and that that Philadelphia offense is too much for. Say it again, Trevor Lawrence. You're going to be you're going to clip that in this podcast, and you're just going to repeat it. You're going to listen to me say that in sleep. Trevor Lawrence is not going to have enough to get it done. I'm not counting Jacksonville out this year. I think Jacksonville is going to be a great team. This oh year. yeah, totally. But I think Philadelphia. They're just Jalen Hurts. They're too much. They're too much. Just say it. We're too, I, I said, we're too I said much. the offense is too much. They're too much to handle. You don't even need too, to bring down the pick. We know too, you're Philly. Too yeah, hot right. to handle, too cold to hold, and they call the Ghostbusters, and they, they, they Jacksonville's winning. I'm sorry. Okay. What? Okay. I, I, okay, okay, look. Be, uh, earlier on this week, I said that, that uh, uh, Trevor Lawrence was a bum. Um, I still kind of believe that, but in these past few games, I think that Lawrence has turned it up a little bit. So the Jags are, are, are going to be the Eagles, and you can shut up about your damn Eagles. I cannot wait until next week during same time when when that Eagles fight song is just playing again on the speaker, and it's going to be very funny just seeing your face because we're going to be four zero, and we're going to be the only oh, we're going to be the only four zero team left because uh, Miami's going down here in a minute. <laughs> All right, Shut next up. one, New York Jets at Pittsburgh. You know, Pittsburgh. I'm a Steelers fan. Pittsburgh's going to win this one. Um, I do think, though, I'm going to throw this one in here. It's not even really a hot take. I still think Matt Canada should be fired, but I think the little offensive, a little screen pass out to the side, nothing down the middle of the field is going to get it done this week. I think Matt Canada, Mitch Trubisky's offense will uh, get it done against, uh, I think Zach Wilson's actually going to make the start this week. So I think... Zach Wilson, he's not going to be ready. Yeah, but save him worse. Flacco probably have a better shot. Yeah, if they start Flacco, they'd have a better shot. But I think Pittsburgh um, will pull this one out. I mean, okay. These past few years, the Steelers have been bailed out again, 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 and again by raw talent. um, And just not enough to, 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 to win a Super Bowl, but has the potential to win a Super Bowl. Um, AB, great player if he didn't go insane. Uh, <laughs> Big Ben, good player if he wasn't like addicted to 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 his um let's let, let's say uh behind closed doors activities. Let's just say that. Oh wow, we're gonna um, bring that up, huh? I mean and, and then also I mean Mike Tomlin and his um <clears throat> we do not care. Um the Steelers have been bailed out again and again by raw talent and this year with Kenny Pickett, I I, I just don't I, I don't see them beating the Jets this game. Like I'm 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 taking the Jets this one. All right, here's actually another game that could very much be game of the week, but obviously you know Kansas City Tampa Bay will be Buffalo at Baltimore. Uh, I'm gonna take Buffalo. Uh, I think Josh Allen looks great this year. Um, as always, um, I'm gonna take Buffalo. Yeah, I think that. I mean, Lamar's having a good season. I mean, he's already an MVP candidate along with uh, Jalen Hurts. But um, I think that the Bills is going to be a little bit too much for the Ravens this early in the season. I got the Bills by 10. Everyone at home is going to hate me, but I think Josh Allen and the table breakers are going are, are, are gonna to beat uh, Lamar Jackson and his Ravens. All right, Los Angeles Chargers at Houston. I'm going to take uh, the Chargers on this one. Yep. Um, I just don't think Houston. Houston, they just they, they don't have a team yet. Um, they will soon. They're looking better, but I think uh, Chargers looking great. Uh, Chargers are injury ridden, but 
The Texans are terrible. So, uh, go Chargers. Yep. Sam, Chargers. Arizona, Carolina. Uh, I'm going to go Arizona. Baker Mayfield's not been playing very good this year. Um, Kyler Murray looks pretty good against, you know, the Raiders. That's pretty good. Pretty good little uh, drive there in overtime. I think it was overtime, if not late fourth quarter. So I'm going to take uh, Arizona on this one. Yeah, we got a battle of the back-to-back Oklahoma Heisman Trophy winning quarterbacks here, but Kyler Murray's got a better offense surrounding him. McCaffrey is, again, a little injury. He got a, I, think, I forget what he's got, but he's got a little injury going. Might make him a little less uh, versatile this week. So I got the Cardinals and James Conner running all over that Carolina defense. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I mean, I think it's going to be a, 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 a tough game for the for, for Arizona. Um, but overall, I'll take Arizona as well. New England at Green Bay. Um, let's, let's all say it in unison, shall we? Green Bay. Green Bay. New England. You think? Mac Jones is going to get it done. Mac Jones is hurt. Oh, he is. That's right. I forgot about that. He he, cr- they they think like he may little, play. cried like a baby. Um, they think he may play. That injury hurts. <laughs> it hurts. You ever had that happen? No. It hurts. I don't do sports. I watch them. <laughs> Uh, Green Bay, definitely. Um, yeah, Green Bay. Aaron Rodgers, all the way. Okay. If it was Mac Jones v. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, I would say Mac Jones because I like Aaron Rodgers. I, 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 I mean, one of the greatest quarterbacks. I, I, I'm not going to say one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, but he's one of the better quarterbacks in our generation. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just think he's a little washed up. Who, Aaron Rodgers? Aaron Rodgers, yeah. He's- how is he washed up? He went back to back MVPs. I don't. That's not washed up to me. That all yeah, I'm saying. That's all I'm saying is there are better quarterbacks in the league than him. Oh, totally. Yeah. But you look at it. I mean, Rodgers has had some great seasons in the Bay. But how long has he been in the league? How long has it been? It's been over a decade it's at this a, point. It's been a while. Twenty-seven. Twenty oh seven. So it's been about fifteen, sixteen years. Precisely. So I mean, and like I'm saying, Aaron Rodgers is one of the better quarterbacks in our generation. But I just think that there are better quarterbacks in the league right now. Oh, totally. yeah. Hands so, down. But the MVP, com- I mean, MVP doesn't lie. I mean. Yeah. No, he's, yeah. All right. But yeah, I'm, I'm taking Green Bay just because Mac Jones is out. Denver and Las Vegas. Um, I'm actually going to take, since this one's at Las Vegas, I'm going to take Las Vegas. I think, yeah, the Las Vegas is only three, but I mean, heartbreaking loss to Arizona. It's a couple heartbreaking losses. I'm going to take Las Vegas on this one. They're going to get the first win of the season against Russell Wilson and uh, the Broncos. Yeah, I'm not. I'm going to. I'm going to agree with you. Not just because I have Devontae Adams in two of my three fantasy leagues and Derek Carr in the other, but Las Vegas. I mean, you couldn't ask for a more worse start. Yeah. I mean, they're the worst team in football on paper, but they're not the worst team in reality. They they're going to get a good win against Russell Wilson at the Death Star. The Death Star. That's an- all right. In our current game of the week. <laughs> Tampa Bay hosting Kansas City, 820 on NBC. Carrie Underwood, Sunday Night Football, baby. Love I love that song. Love I that sing it in unison. Sunday I think it's so overrated. I sing it by myself. It's like so overrated. I'm sorry. What? I'm right, sorry. It's overrated. Cut, dude, we're about to cut this podcast down to just the two of us because I'm Yeah, you're fired. You're, you're fired. You know, you know what? If, if, you're fired. I'm just kidding. If, if, if that's this what the show needs. This is what the show needs. I'm not kidding. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to take uh, Patrick Mahomes in this one. I think even if it's at Tampa Bay, I still think Patrick Mahomes in that Kansas City. Kansas City, they finally got it together. Um, Juju, you know, the new wide receiver core in Kansas City, they finally got it together. I'm going to take Patrick Mahomes over uh, Tom Brady. I'm a big Tom Brady Now, I, I'll go ahead and give my score prediction here since we're going to do a score prediction. Oh, okay. I'm going to go 34-31. It's going to be close. It's going to be a shootout. Maybe a higher scoring game, but I'm gonna go 34-31. Look, I know you. I know you guys at home can't see, but I'm holding up eight fingers. I love doing that every single time. What, you go in eight nothing or something? No, um, Tom Brady has eight Super Bowls. Dude, screw off, man. Yes. Bro, look. You think he's gonna get eight? I think. I think. I mean, after this year, he should be at nine. He, he has seven. He's got seven right now. He's tied with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, Jump ahead of yourself here. Yes. Oh, forgot the, he forgot he's got to go to the Eagles. All right, well, we heard his little breakdown of his football. His I didn't give my prediction yet. 
Uh, but yes, I'm going with... Yeah, okay. Tom, I'm, I, I just want to say this for the record. I'm going with Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, I will go with a score of 45 to 40. It's going to be close. It's going to be a high-scoring game. I like Patrick Mahomes. Back home, we call him a homie. I hate that. But, um, yeah, it's going to be high-scoring. It's going to be pretty electric, I'm, but Tom Brady did it. I'm going to leave no. with this one before you get to your pick. Take Mahomes, country roads. Mahomes all the way. Hmm, okay. Isn't that right. your fantasy team name? That is one of my fantasy team names. <laughs> proud of yourself with that one, aren't I you? I am mm-hmm. very proud of myself with that Anyway, one. I had the Bucks going into this podcast, but since then I've changed my mind. The Buccaneers have lost a lot of key guys due to injuries and suspensions. They Now, granted, Mike Evans is back. He won't be. He won't. He's not going to get back. He's not going to. Plus, they haven't been practicing at the facility. They've been practicing. Yeah, exactly. they got that hurricane so. going. But anyway, I have the Chiefs winning 28 to 10. All right, and Monday night game, uh, Los Angeles at San Francisco. I'm gonna go Matt Stafford, Cooper Cup, and company. Uh, L.A. on this one. Uh, yeah, L.A. over San Francisco. Now I think that I think that um, Stafford is Stafford and Cup, especially are gonna have a great game. I think that Cup might get two touchdowns and maybe 100 yards. And I think that Stafford's going to throw for uh, probably about 350, I'd say, and about three touchdowns, four touchdowns. He's going to have a good game. But Ooh. it will not be enough. The 49ers take it. Jimmy Garoppolo dominates that defense, and Aaron Donald gets a binky at the end of the game because Jimmy Garoppolo just made him his bitch. Wow. <laughs> All right. I like Matthew Stafford. All right. So I'm going to go I'm gonna go Matthew Stafford on this one. I, I'm just – Basically, just Matthew, Matthew Stafford. I like it. Yeah, I like him. All right, and now I'm going on a fly a little bit. You know, I'm a Pat McAfee fan. We all are. Um, okay, so, hold on. So Pat, if you go to WVU, aren't you all just an honorary Pat McAfee I fan? I you have to be. I feel like you have to be. I want to be him. Yeah. I mean, I'm going gonna, gonna to send this in. I'm going to send this audio track uh, and we'll go to Pat and ask us for suggestions. But uh, so he has a little partnership with FanDuel, and so it's called a Super Boost. So tonight's Super Boost, just to give this what it is, is. Um, Joe Burrow, 200-plus passing yards. Jamar Chase and Tyreek Hill both get in the end zone. And the Bengals, three-and-a-half points boosted. Um, would you take that? No. No? I don't think Tyreek's going to get one. Okay. Would you take that super boost mm. on Fables? I'm not too sure. I don't think it's going to be enough to so now. I I think I, 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 I do agree with you on that one. But also at the same point, I just don't see Cincinnati winning this one. I think you think oh you we didn't pick that one. No, because we're recording on Thursday night. That's true. Well, uh, future uh, Griffin, Quinn, and Andrew, uh, the Bengals should have won and made the Eagles the only unbeaten left in football. Hopefully, but I think the Dolphins are just gonna. No, be the Dolphins awesome. are a great football program, but two has got you know two is a little shaky. But you know, with that back pain, Whatever sure the back pain. You He's mean, Fine. Yeah, he didn't look fine. Okay, and for us, just a little score update um, in that South Carolina game. Yeah, it's 15 nothing. now. Oh, shocker. <laughs> Scores up, baby. Anyway, right, so I think if any, I think that the Dolphins, this is going to be a high-scoring game. I think that the, the, the Dolphins are going to get three touchdowns, and I think that the Bengals are going to get four. Those three touchdowns coming from Miami are going to be from Edmonds, and then Gasecki, and then Waddle. All right. We, so, we should tell uh, our friend Camden... About that. About your score. Camden doesn't know shit. All right. So that's going to close out episode number one of the PRG Boys. Hopefully, episode one of many. Um, Thank you all for tuning in to this week's episode. Um, Not sure if we're going to do every week or, you know, every other week. We'll figure that out. But um, yeah. So I hope you enjoyed week or episode number one of the PRG Boys. Go, birds.